Welcome everybody to Hi, I'm home. Oh. Are you home? I am home. Are you home, honey? I am home, honey. Oh, good. <laughs> Glad to hear that. Ah. Uh, how was your week? We're a little uh we're just a day later than we normally check in, but how was it? It's almost over. I was say, are we though? Like, don't we normally <laughs> forget? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is just par for the course at this point. <laughs> at some point in time throughout the week, we will check in. Um, this has been, it's been a week, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What's going on? Um, so like work is really good right now. Um, it's, it's more so like my personal, everything is just kind of like in a weird, like, influx of just like weirdness right now and I'm just like just trying to like figure out like I I don't know there's something in my life that just feels kind of out of balance and I'm trying to figure out like what exactly that is so Mm. I know I don't really know how to like explain that in a way that doesn't sound ridiculous but I'm (laughs) I'm trying to just like bring more balance into my life right now how about you babe balance is good um things are good here we are fostering a dog oh yeah how's that going uh well we had our first accident inside today which is pretty good we got her on saturday that is really good how old is she (laughs) she's five or six okay yeah but um like in retrospect i see the signs of she needed to go out she was really excited in the morning and usually she's not super excited in the morning and i did mm-hmm. take her out but she wasn't doing anything so i figured she didn't need to and i took her back in and then i got ready for work and like as i was ready to go i see her doing the squat <laughs> oh no which uh which one was it one or two well, first it was a number two and then I picked that up and I was like, that was not a good choice, kid. And then she does the other squat for number one. And then I was like, no, and then she does it <laughs> again, like two seconds later. And I'm like, stop, please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it happens. Um, <laughs> with mine, like, that's the first thing we do. I get out of bed. Sometimes they're in the bed with me. Sometimes I let them. Most of the time they sleep in a tent in my room. They have a little teepee. And um, I've like hung stars over it. So it looks like they're camping. (laughs) And we immediately go outside. And then they want to come back in pretty soon. And then it takes about 20 minutes. And then all of a sudden they're like, no, we need to go outside again. And that's whenever they (laughs) finally decide, like, I think it's time to use the bathroom. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. (sighs) I we're not quite at the point where I feel comfortable just letting her in the backyard because there is one like spot in the fence that if she were to trek through all the brush and bamboo she could get out through (laughs) um like it's unlikely I'm just not ready for the possibility but I think like I don't know maybe we'll try soon just letting her be outside by herself a little bit or maybe try leaving her like in the back like in the, the fenced in area while you're like in the front gardening or something. So that if she does get out, you can get her. Yeah. But yeah, you know, it takes a while to build trust with animals. I'm still not sure I trust mine and I've had them for three years. <laughs> if you work for 
not for if you work with animals for a living <laughs> please yeah. tell us oh. oh yeah I should probably go ahead and address this we were notified this morning that our um highs and lows of phone finance bros is jacked up <laughs> I guess I put the clips in out of order and didn't edit them properly. So I'll take that <laughs> responsibility and be like, sorry, guys, if you listen to that, so sorry. I'm going to delete that episode, properly edit it, and then republish. It'll probably come up after this check-in. So if you're looking at the structure <laughs> of the episodes, it's going to look like we missed a week. We didn't. I'm just a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> this reminds me of when my parents watched Game of Thrones for the first time. Um, I'm not sure what happened to their HBO account, but it made it so that they watched the last episode of season <laughs> one first. <laughs> oh. And for anybody who's seen the show, you know, you understand exactly why that was such a problem. And my mom was like <laughs> texting me like, what the hell did I just see? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a little confusing. You'll figure it out. And she's like, "I what? Like, what? What am I watching? <laughs> At least it didn't show them, like, the very last episode of the last season. Because that would have been, like, okay. Just don't watch. <laughs> I don't know. At that point, like, it just wouldn't have really made much of a difference. I feel like that <laughs> watching, like, I think one of the biggest shockers of that show, I know we're getting way off topic, um, but the biggest shockers of that show, besides The Red Wedding, was the ending of season one. Like, especially if you didn't read the books. Because all of a sudden, you're, like, where is this going? Like, I thought this was going to be like the whole point. I thought this guy was the main character. And now like, <laughs> he's clearly not. <laughs> yes. <sighs> oh. But yeah, work, work is um, fine. I feel like I'm hitting my groove. Oh, uh, I love that. Yeah. I completed a lot of paperwork this week. Uh, okay. It, it was fine. It was doable. Okay, yeah, that's great. Um, how much paperwork are you going to have to do? Is that like a normal thing or? Um, so I have to do, it's like three pages, but it's a lot of it is like true, false or not applicable questions. Mm -hmm. um, I have to do three pages for every visit that I do. So it's like one document per family. Um, okay. And then there's like a space to write a little blurb about what happened during my visit with them. Um, and then for court, I'm supposed to, and like, this is my first full month there. I just started the middle of last month, but um, for court, I'm supposed to like compile all of those monthly notes into um, like a summary for a report for the judge to read. Okay. Well, not just the judge, everybody that's a party at court. So you just take some high level stuff and then like if they want to read more about it, they can, or is that something that they just are not going to want to need or just not going to need to do? Um, to be perfectly honest with you, I don't think a lot of people even read my report. <laughs> oh, probably not. It's likely like if anybody does look at it, they probably just skim it. Yeah. The most important thing is like if, or I think the the biggest time that people would be reading it is if it's um, like not in agreement at court. And so like 
if my attorney says, no, the guardian doesn't agree. And for anyone listening, like if you've heard of CASA, CASA is all the same, also the same thing as guardian ad litem. It's the same program just in um, like only one County in our state calls it CASA. <laughs> and then like a lot of other States call it CASA. Um, I've definitely heard that before, but I don't know where I heard that. <laughs> Probably when I you would, were working with the juvenile delinquents. I, I assume that it had to be connected to that, but why? I don't or know. maybe it when you worked at that law firm. Yeah. Yeah, there are actually multiple times that I could have come in contact with this. I just don't know when it was. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think the only time someone would really sit down and want to read my thing is if I say something like contrary or if my attorney says I have a recommendation contrary to what the proposed plan is. Okay. And so when it comes to making these plans, do they take, they, they take your recommendation into consideration prior to making the plan or like how exactly does that work? Um, <laughs> they should, but <laughs> um, <laughs> so like, there, there are only so many recommendations that make it to the judge. And so my recommendations do matter. Um, but a lot of the times child protective services will just like come up with whatever they think is the best plan. And sometimes that lines up with what the guardian thinks. And sometimes it doesn't, a lot of the times it does line up. So like it, it feels rude to not be included in that but ultimately if it's like best for the kids and the family it doesn't matter yeah and then that's the point right you yeah know, trying to make sure that this kid has somebody like who's actually looking out for what his best interest is as opposed to potentially what well, I can't even say like the parent's best interest but like what the parent wants because that's not always the same thing mm-hmm. as the best interest of the child yeah or like sometimes like um, state government agencies have, well, not sometimes, they always have policies. And sometimes those policies don't always line up with what's best for an individual, you know? Yeah. So I'm not bound by that kind of stuff. Anymore. Yeah, anymore. <laughs> How does it feel to like kind of be able to deviate away from that type of constraint? It feels really nice because whereas I always used to kind of try to stray away from putting anything opinionated in anything that I wrote, like case notes or court documents, right now I can just blatantly say it is in my opinion that blank is in so-and-so's best interest. So that feels really satisfying that I'm... I'm, I'm being paid to use my personal judgment, my personal and professional judgment. So that is satisfying. Yeah. Very. Yeah. That does sound really satisfying. And just having somebody who is powerful because that's what a judge is. They make rulings, take your, your recommendation, your opinion into consideration. And like you're, you are the you are like the credible person here. Like you're the expert basically. One of, I would, I would argue that social services or child protective services are also 
like very oh, credible. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'm not saying that they're not, but I am saying that like now you're able to kind of, because they can't really give an opinion. Their opinion is kind of dictated by the, the state laws, right? Yeah. And like in the, in the courtroom, they are the plaintiff and the family is the defendant. Like it is them against them. And I'm just there. <laughs> not a bad place to be. No. <laughs> not at all. Oh. <sighs> Did any are like do you have any projects? I know you were talking about how you had some dumpy data a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Still is. Dang. Um yeah. Oh, that's it's going to take a while to get that fixed. That's not something that is just like you flip a switch and oh, look, it's clean. No, it's <laughs> going to take a while. Like it's okay. like that's a manual thing of going in and clearing out like tens of thousands of data um yeah uh, so I guess my big highlight from today um I took most of the day off um I needed a little Mm -hmm. bit of like a mental health day Um, but I it feels good to like have a boss that actually like supports that Mm -hmm. and whenever I told her that I kind of needed a a minute she was like oh that's totally fine completely completely totally fine And it reminds me of my first job out of college when I tried to take, it wasn't like I was going to the dentist that day and I decided like, oh, it would be great to just be able to take this like whole day off instead of just half day. And so I planned it out in advance and I like made sure that every, like all of my like ducks were in a row so that like I could just basically peace out early on that day. And this was back when I was working like 60 to 70 hours a week. Mm-hmm. So it was just going to be like such a like welcome, just like tranquil experience. I was going to go like hang out on the river and go kayaking. And my boss was pissed because despite what? the fact that, yeah, despite the fact that I was told like, oh, you're allowed to like take time off, especially if you do like X, Y, Z, like do it on a Friday. Like, and I did all of the things and they were like, you can't take this day off. That's really irresponsible. Was this the insurance job? It was, yeah. Oh, that job sucked anyway. <laughs> it did. It was like, it wasn't too bad in the first six months, but this, like the back half of the year. And a lot of it came down to the fact that my boss at the time, she had a lot on her plate personally. And so she just kind of stopped doing her job. Oh. And so as her like, second in command basically all of it fell on me and so not only was I doing a job that I was not qualified for by any stretch of the imagination I was also trying to do my own job on top of all of that and so I would get so burnt out and so like I was not supposed to take that one day that that half day because I was already like going to the dentist that morning like I was already going to not be working part of the day and I wasn't allowed to take the second half of that day off because my boss was like on vacation and just on the off chance that maybe perhaps something happened, someone needed to be there. And I was like, well, I've like gotten all of these like things lined up so that if something does happen, the team is well equipped to handle it. And they were like, no, you can't do it. That's ridiculous. So, yeah, I didn't stay too much longer after that <laughs> because Good. it started becoming incredibly clear 
through things like that or the one time the the last time that I legitimately been so sick that I was like bound into my bed like high fever like really really like legitimately just super sick was whenever I was working this job which mm. I mean testament to my uh, my immune system I've been been sick <laughs> since I was like 23 and I'm 30 now so like holla but <laughs> they were so like they were really awful to me during that time and I'm like guys like I literally have strep throat like I'm highly contagious I literally cannot make sound because my throat hurts so badly ain't nobody buying anything for me right now <laughs> no they're not gonna want to talk to you at all <laughs> no nobody wants to be near somebody that's contagious it's clearly <laughs> contagious <laughs> Uh, well, good for you for taking that step. Cause like your first professional job out of college feels like a, a big deal and it is a big deal, but i I think a lot of people are scared to leave that first professional job out of college because they feel like it's hard to get one in the first place. Maybe yeah. I'm just projecting. <laughs> no, no, it was, it was really challenging because I have an English degree and I had no interest in being a teacher. And even if I did have interest, like I wasn't qualified for it, you have to have a teaching certificate to do that. And so I was really, I I specifically took that job because of the way that it was like kind of set up because it was something that was going to basically give me a lot of access to build skills Mm. that I didn't have. And I knew that I could get a better job if I built those skills. So it was a strategic move and I don't regret it, but I did hate it. Well put. Um, But anyway, yeah, so I took a, I took a half day today. Um, But the, something that was like cool that we have started doing is having a marketing wide meeting. And it seems like something that should be kind of obvious that we as a department I think there are like 15 of us now. We as a department need to sit down and discuss like what's going on. Like what are the overall company like priorities for 2022? What do our sales team like what? Because they're the ones that are actually in communication with our customers and any sort of potential customers that are like currently in our pipeline. What do they need? Like what are their priorities also so that we can kind of plan our priorities around what it is that they need. And it it's something that like we've had two meetings this week where we were kind of like trying to like we're trying to like force this thing to happen because people are like really siloed right now in our department and it's not working. And part of it has to do with the fact that we have some people who are not marketers by trade like they kind of ended up in marketing. And so they don't know how to look at it with like the marketing like lens. And so, you know, we've, we have one team in particular that makes a ton of, we call it collateral. It's just like flyers, pamphlets, um, doc, like it's just it's any sort of like document that like our sales team can like take out. We call them like sales enablement. And they make a lot of really good stuff and they make a lot of stuff, which we have a lot of products. So it makes sense. But it's just like, here is a bunch of information. And then 
it just kind of like goes out like into the ether and people interact with it. And there's nothing wrong with that necessarily, except for the fact that a better way of going about it is just kind of like rephrasing it and kind of just like repackaging it the same content, but just focusing on a pain point that our customers are experiencing. Like if you are having problems with like X, Y, Z thing, this is how this product can help you alleviate that pain point. And then people will be more inclined to like, look at it because if it's just a whole bunch of information, then it's just kind of noise, you know? Mm -hmm. And so we're, we're making a lot of moves to kind of get to the point where we're more in alignment, like as a team and we are all kind of going to be operating from this perspective of like how we're like, we're putting our information out there and like what information needs to go out there. And like, instead of just creating, you know, this like great resource, having an actual campaign around it and like how this resource needs to be used in order to like be used effectively. So okay. it's, it's, bas- it's strategy. Like we're, we're at the point now where we're able to like, we're not drowning as much as we have been over this past year. So we're able to, instead of just like do our best to keep our heads above water, we can actually start to put strategy behind what it is that we're doing. Awesome. And yeah. That, I mean, I hope it is successful. Oh, it's like, I mean, we actually, we did really well. Um, we were looking at the numbers today during our, our meeting and we have already hit the numbers that we were supposed to hit by the end of this year. And these were like some older numbers from like back in November. So like we're, we did well, we hit our goals and then some, and so that's great. And like, this has really kind of been more of like a learning year for us because we've just been kind of like, we don't have the data that's really necessary to be able to sit down and make decisions like database decisions. And so we've been kind of finding ways to, create that data or like find new ways and like playing and just kind of playing around with stuff, which is actually really fun. Um, like I've mentioned before, um, you know, I'm, I'm in like a really growing company. Like there's a lot that's changing and flowing and moving and nothing ever really looks the same. And it's actually really, it's great if you're looking to like really expand your knowledge base because there's so much going on that like it's kind of all hands on deck and we don't really have the luxury of like just like everybody kind of staying in their own lane and so I I don't know I mean I enjoy it I like the chaotic environment but I can (laughs) see why it is not something that is good for everyone sure yeah some people do thrive (laughs) and some people are lost (laughs) yeah and that's that's great though you know there are so many different types of jobs out there and so many different types of people and like that's kind of a huge point of like why we have this podcast is just everybody's different everybody has different interests and different strengths and different weaknesses and the way like if you're going to spend approximately eight hours of your day give or take more or less depending on what it is that you do like you need to be doing something that is challenging to you on like a personal level but like it fits you and you need to find Mm -hmm. that thing that fits you don't need to hate your job. 
yeah there's no reason for that yeah I was talking to like a really good friend of mine today and she is so ready to be done with her job she's so done with it and I've been trying to like push her like out of it for years because she's been done with it for a while but she's like finally hit that like final like nail in the coffin and she's like you know I just I'm just like afraid of like trying something new, you know? And I'm like, no, I have no idea what that is like. Like I do not have. <laughs> she's basically been doing the same thing. since so she was like 16 and she's like, Oh yeah, I guess not. And I'm like, I literally like, I feel like I do something new every year. So I, I don't, I'm not like the correct person to ask or to like, um, sympathize, sympathize whenever <laughs> you're like, you feel stuck but you're afraid to move because that's not something I feel (laughs) goodness well yeah that's pretty much all I got going on right now um we're wrapping up the year we're strategizing for next year trying to figure out how to start incorporating some more dynamic content into my customer communications starting to build some nurtures that's that's all that's all we got that's all she wrote do you have anything else well what's happening tomorrow the last day of the week what is happening tomorrow that's a good question (laughs) um I have I always have a newsletter that tends to take up a lot of my Friday um I have a I am in charge of distributing the information to all of the employees and so it's it's actually it's it's interesting and kind of creepy at the same time because I'm on like the HR list of like new hires and people who are like asked to leave. So I will get like, like I can always tell whenever they're like cleaning out like departments, <laughs> like these people are not doing a good job. So we've got to go in and like restructure. Oh. And I always know when that happens. Cause I'll just have like my inbox just like get spammed with like, so-and-so is no longer with the company. And it's like, great. <laughs> this does not give me anxiety at all. <laughs> I feel like I would love and hate to have that information. It's on the sad one hand, whenever like somebody that you, cause most people I don't know. Um, but it's sad whenever somebody that you do know comes through. Oh, bless it. Yeah. Well, okay. I think, well, tomorrow, well, I don't have anything really. I'm just going to work <laughs> on paperwork and try to see more kids. Yeah, do that paperwork, see those kids. Yeah, I've got six hearings next week. That's a lot of paperwork. Yeah, I had three today. <laughs> That's a, a lot of paperwork. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's better, it's less paperwork than my old job. So, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's good. Um, and especially since, like, I don't know, it just it feels like what, what you're doing now tends to be more fulfilling to you so it's kind of one of those like necessary evils like every job has something that kind of (laughs) sucks I don't even mind the paperwork honestly (laughs) because this job is do what you can whereas Mm -hmm. my last job was make it happen (laughs) yeah so it's all good well good and something too that's like kind of nice about paperwork is it's not something that's like super like mentally exhausting. So you can kind of like, I know you're not really supposed to like do two things at once. 
like, and I really probably should not because of the whole ADHD thing, but it actually helps me to focus on like kind of something mundane like that. If I have like music playing or if I'm listening to like a podcast or a show, like I'll even, I shouldn't turn on the TV. That tends to be where I get in trouble. (laughs) I tend to stay away from the TV during my like work day. But um, if I can't see it, if it's just like sound that's like coming from somewhere and I can't like look at it and watch it, then like the sound like mixed with like the mundane task goes way faster. It's a good strategy. Sometimes I just get distracted, but I take, I take brain buster breaks too. I'll like take a little break and go talk to somebody or I'll, I got really into making paper butterflies for a while. (laughs) So yeah, just a little brain buster activity. And then I go back into whatever I was doing. My brain buster activities also work most of the time. Um, tend to be like initiated by my dogs. They'll like one of them will come <laughs> over and like yell at me. Like they'll wake up and just like be like aggressive about wanting my attention. <laughs> and that's whenever I realize like, okay, this I've been doing this for a while. Things are not like like I'm not quite as sharp as I could be. Now's a good time for me to like walk outside with them or something. So perks from working from home. Bless the doggies. All right. Bless the babies. All right. Well, this has been fun. Enjoy your paperwork tomorrow. Thanks. Enjoy your Friday. I sure will. And for anybody who's listening, enjoy whatever day it is that you're listening to this on. Bye. (laughs) Bye.